Touchline and time now for us to celebrate. I mean, thinking back to Youth Month uh, and what it represented some 40, what, six years ago to today. What road did the youth of yesterday or yesteryear pave for the youth, you know, to basically walk on that road and, and live out uh, their greatness today? In sport, I mean, Yuvrav Premral is a SA junior golfer and we start by chatting to him. I mean, when I opened up the show, I said, uh, you know, uh, he became the youngest amateur at 15 years and five months to qualify for the SA Open uh, Championship. And that was back in 2018. He's gone on to do greater things as he now chats to us right here on the touchline. Yuvrav, a warm welcome to the show and thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Romy. Uh, hi, all the listeners. It's nice good. To be here. It's good to have you. It's so good to have you. Wednesday was Youth Day. Youth Month is June, and if you think about, I guess what happened back in the day, 1976, and then we fast forward all the way to today. What meaning does Youth Day or Youth Month have for you? I think it. It kind of just shows how far we've come as a nation with, like, not only in sport, with youth just getting a lot more opportunities to try showcase themselves. Mm. Mm. And, I've, and I think we've gone forward dramatically as a country just by giving youth so much more opportunity. Mm. Do you feel it? Do you feel like you have that opportunity? I mean, I'm talking about 2018 where you were shining, but do you feel like you always have that opportunity to shine and that all the keys to all the doors, you have it. You have it to open and unlock your dreams. 100%. I think in the last couple of years, opportunity has almost knocked knocked on the door all the time for me and I'm very grateful for the opportunities that I've been given. And I think it's not just me. There's so many people with, if I, if I relate it to golf with the Golf RSA National Squad, the mm-hmm. amount of opportunities that they have given us it's it's remarkable that we could showcase our talent to the world, not yeah. just to the country. And I think it's only going to grow. I have goosebumps. Yeah, I've got goosebumps because I'm reading. I'm chatting to Lali Stunder on the one end, you know, <laughs> and she's also saying, Romy, I mean, this guy is, he is just amazing, you know. And you listen and you read and you see and you're talking about those opportunities. But is this always what you wanted for yourself, you know? As you sat, perhaps the younger Yuri, thinking about your future, did it always have golf in it? I I guess so. Like, I started playing golf from the time I could basically walk with my dad, <laughs> who introduced me to the game. Uh, his, well, my grandfather was also a big influence in getting my dad into golf. So it kind of all stemmed from that. And I guess just spending a little bit of time on a golf course, you can't, it, the sport grows in you. And developing a little bit of a natural ability for it just yeah. made it a lot more clear in my mind and what I wanted to do uh-huh. from the time I was a kid. Yeah. You talk about that natural ability, and I like that you've thrown that in there because I, I guess it could feel like pressure, you know, if your granddad's doing it and your dad's doing it, and now here comes a son who maybe doesn't want to do it. Are there those pressures apart from just the natural ability that you I, have? I never felt pressure to play golf because at the end of the day... Bleh, my dad always said, like, if you're going to do it, there's no pressure on you to play golf. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do it, you need to do it properly at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So and probably, it, it, yeah. it's, it was nice to have no pressure to being forced to do a specific sport. It was freedom of choice and 
I guess it was probably the best way I could have planned out. Yeah, freedom of choice, you know. And again, if I tie that in with the youth of yesteryear, did they have that freedom of choice? No, they decided to march for a freedom of choice, of which you now have, I guess, a buffet of at the end of the day. If it was that you weren't going to do golf, Yuri, what were you going to do? What, what sport were you going to play? Well, I'm going to make a little joke and just say my hands and feet were big enough for me to be a goalkeeper or a swimmer. But seeing as though I can barely swim or catch a football in my hand, I don't think either of those would have planned out. So golf it is. And I mean, it's superbly well. I mean, making headlines as well. And congrats uh, for Thank winning you. the Netbank Golf Challenge for juniors beating top 70 SA golfers. I mean, wow, just wow. If you hear me saying that, you know, and you relive what happened in your mind, what sort of emotions does it evoke? Well, I said this before, it, it, it's always nice being the first winner of something because there's never going to be another first. Mm. So it it means a lot being the first winner and there's just so much more opportunity that has come from that. From that and one. That's, uh-huh. that's that's the big part about why so opportunities are like they're always knocking the door if you can just grasp it. Like now I can at least walk inside the ropes with the pro- professionals at the Ned Bank. Like it's a massive opportunity where I can learn so much from it. Mm, mm. Do you go back and I mean when you're alone and after a great win like that, do you go back and rehash the day? Do you go back and take a look? Ah, how could I have done better? Mm, I could have done this here. How, I mean, how do you critique yourself after coming out number one? It's, it's hard, I'll be honest. And it's probably something I've struggled with throughout my amateur and junior careers. A little bit of complacency in a sense, because it's, it's very hard to critique yourself to a very critical level mm-hmm. if you win because but it do generally you, means do most, you when you most, win do you do that when you win I, I try to but I struggle to at the same time because mm. I, I like even if I look at stats on wins if you're playing well there's generally not much that you can change when you win yeah yeah but I guess that's why like my coach and I have enforced just doing the same thing over and over again just to make not really improve but just make sure when you're playing well everything just falls into place the way it should and not be fiddling around unnecessarily because mm, mm. how is that working relationship with your with yourself and your coach because I'm sure that it has to be a relationship that requires work like any other relationship and that there's a give and take of some sort why is it that you and your coach would you say um, gel well that this works for you I, I think it gels well because there's another critique who's working with world-class players at this point, and he's not afraid to sugarcoat good and bad. Like, if you're playing well, it's you're playing well, but there's still the process that you need to follow. Mm. So it, I guess my coach, Grant Vienstra, and I, it's because of that relationship, it kind of just keeps me grounded and Helps. Well, it, I ne- it's very hard for me to get out of depth or, let's say, big-headed in a sense. Mm, mm. It, it's nice to have that grounding. Would yes. you say the other aspect of keeping your feet firmly on the ground happens to be your parents? 100%. Uh, I think uh, I've been blessed with parents who have always wondered what's best for me and 
they've played a massive role in the person I've become over the last 18 years of my life. And mm. hopefully bleeding on until I'm like 30 or 40 years old. <laughs> so there's, there's a massive respect for what they've done for me. Yeah, and I mean, very supportive of what it is that, like you said, your dreams are and what it is that you want to do. Who are your yes. role models and who is it that you have at the back of your mind when you think of golf, of the sport that you love and, and one that you want to take to the highest level? Well, the first person that comes to my mind if I think of golf is Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up as a kid wearing a red and black shirt playing a final round of a golf tournament because of what they call the Tiger effect and everything he's done for golf. Because he's he's transformed the sport. So there's always that one big idol that you'd want to replicate and be yeah. like. Yeah. And not just on the golf course. Well, I guess Tiger's personal life is not really Squeaky a big clean. talking part. Yes, but yes. <laughs> I guess what he's done as... Well, sociably, mm-hmm. like with his Tiger Woods Learning Center and all the stuff that he's done because of golf and the avenues golf has given him, it it's something I'd love to do in future mm-hmm. because it would be a nice way to give back and give other people the opportunity to do. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I also relate to Ernie. I, was very, uh, I, I have a massive respect for Ernie and everything Ernie Al Foundation has done for South African golfers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess as you have role models, the path that you're paving means that you too will become a role model, especially in your sport. Um, is it something you've thought about being on that platform and the youth now then, as you grow older and into the sport doing great things and the younger generation moves in, have you thought about that? You know, eventually well, you become that. I, I don't mean to sound like self-pompous or anything, but as as an amateur golfer, you can already kind of see yourself becoming a role model to the junior golfers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously it's very small scaled, but I mean, there, there's going to be someone that a junior golfer looks up to who's a couple years older than them just to start off with. Yeah. Because it, it kind of sends a, uh, sets a benchmark on what they'd want to achieve and how they'd want to carry themselves out. Mm. So I think, yes, in future, I'd love to become a role model for not just junior golfers, but golfers and people in general. So there's still, like, I've just basically hit the tip of the iceberg in terms of becoming a role model, and I'm I'm excited to see how golf can transform that and Mm -hmm. make it Mm -hmm. on a larger scale. I don't think it's pompous at all. You know, considering where you are, what you've achieved and where you're going, it definitely is something to give a thought to because if it is that you are on that pedestal and you fall off, it's a long way to the ground, right? But also that everything that you do, um, as your golfing career takes off, the world then watches. So everything you do then has... I guess a ripple effect people are noticing. You know, if you're drinking one beverage versus another, people are noticing. If you're shopping at one store versus another store, people people are noticing. And so I guess every decision eventually becomes what are people seeing? Are you ready for that? I I will be. <laughs> it's it's still quite a lot for a 18-year-old kid who also just wants to not ha- well have a bit of fun because mm-hmm. we like I guess being a role model is one thing, but you also have your life that's private to yourself. Yes. But I think it's a lot for an 18-year-old kid to process at this point in time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, 
I'm, I think in the future it will be something that you almost have to get accustomed to because people will obviously take notice of very small things. Yeah, and I mean, you're 18. You've got to enjoy that. You're only going to be 18 once ever in your lifetime. That is and true. And so you're very right. You've got to have all the fun. You've traveled. Uh, you've represented um, as well, you know, in different countries all over the world. Which stop would you say has been your favorite? Or what experience has been your favorite? I think it was the Gulf RSA trips that I've been on to Italy and the United Kingdom. Uh, purely just learning about different cultures, different countries, being to amazing golf courses and just the different the different cultures and how each how they're so dramatically different from each other mm. and how you can adapt yourself to be in different places that's been the most fun thing not well the golf's been almost a side part about learning yeah which is which is which is what's nice about it mm mm then there's COVID-19, you know, and then there's sport in the midst of a pandemic. And then you think of the NetBank Golf Challenge and you're thinking, hmm, how is that going to go down? Uh, fingers crossed. Um, there's so much at stake, though, Yuri, you know, how do you process that as well? Because you have goals that you want to achieve. Yep. Um, and then there's also like this, this hurdle, this mountain that we climb in COVID-19. I just want everyone to be safe, like whether it be someone I don't know or especially family, because you know that being a golfer and being out in public, it kind of brings its own risk. Being out in a public space and almost having the opportunity to be exposed to COVID-19. So at this point, as much as it's my own safety, I'm also just I just hope everyone around me is just safe with that Mm. because that's what you'd want at the end of the day. Like, there's no point celebrating anything without people close to you. So uh, I I just want this all to blow over by now as soon as possible, just so, like, just so I know everyone's safe. Because I think that's a big thing at this point in time. Yeah, and for you to remain safe as well as as you take up your golf and, and, you know, go forth with it. You spoke about your role models. How close are you, um... With your fellow golfers, uh, is it really high competition um, and very little friendliness? Or is it a lot of friendliness as you help each other through this? Especially with, I want to mention one name, Wilco Ninaba. I, I, well, Wilco was always more of a role model to me because he was a lot older than me. Mm. And I've been on several tours with him and I have a massive amount of respect for what he's done as a role model and as a golfer. So I guess in the age group and people I interact with at this point in time, the competition is on the golf course only. Okay. Because I think that's the best way to generate healthy competition. It shouldn't affect a relationship off the golf course because you are trying to compete with someone on a different environment. Mm. And I think that is that's a big thing on why South African golfers at this point are just growing so rapidly and getting so much better. With that said, the next five years, how do you foresee your life playing out? If it were a movie, Yuri? <laughs> if, it, if it were a movie and get the fairy tale ending, I wouldn't mind a couple million dollars in my bank account. <laughs> but uh, I would think that 
in the next five years, I'd love to be playing on the PGA Tour and doing what Volke and Garrick are doing at this point in time because I guess it it I just wanted to come full circle when we were playing amateur golf, looking up to Volke and Garrick, uh, Jaden and Christy Lamprach. It was all they the benchmark. We want to be just mm. like that. And I guess with what they're doing now, you just hope it actually comes full circle because we've done it as amateurs, but now it's time to just step it up another level and do it as a professional golfer, which is going to be a fun journey. It definitely is. It sounds fun and it sounds like, I mean, really reach for the stars and that you're living your dream, you know, uh, slowly but surely. So I'm very happy to have chatted to you here today as we celebrate Youth Month. We celebrate you, what it is that you're doing and achieved. And may the next five years be pure bliss. But I think we're going to call from time to time, if you don't mind, to check where you are, what you're doing. And if it is that this five year plan that we've actually set out now for you is actually coming to fruition. I, I hope it does because it would. that would that would mean <laughs> something's going right, and, which is which is good. Awesome, Yuri. Thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. And everything of the best. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure being on. Thank you. Yeah, you're out there uh, chatting to us. Prem Lal, SA Junior Golfer. Wow. If it is that you see the CV that is in front of me, uh, I'm sure Yuri and I would have been on the on that call pretty much the whole day. But in 2021, I mean, let's just read the highlights for 2020-2021. Won the inaugural Nedbank Junior Challenge at Gary Player Country Club. That's top 70 junior players, right? That was in May. Then runner-up African Amateur Stroke Play Championship. Uh, won Northern Amateur. Um, that's match play. Runner-up Nomads SA Boys Under-19 Stroke Play Championship. Won Universal Kitchen Ekuruleni Closed Championship. And in 2020, the last two are one KZN Amateur Harry Oppenheimer Trophy, Central Gauteng Open. And so you think, 1976, right, the day that Hector got hit, when they marched, and Youth Day was something completely different, completely different. The road now paved, and we talk 2021, where a Yuri Premlal can take to the stage and live out his wildest dreams. He talks about knocking on doors and the doors opening with opportunity for him to live out his wildest dreams. Tiger Woods, Ernie else, and as he says, if he gets that fairy tale ending, a couple of million dollars in the bank. Feel Good Radio. Feel Good Music.